sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation. <laughs> oh my God! My daughter Rio, mom and daughter, mom and, and daughter. It's mom. just us. Yes, yes, yes. And, and I am your <laughs> lovely show host, Tamara Wade, and my lovely daughter show host. Real Wade. <laughs> Mom Wade, real Wade. Yeah, Yvonne isn't here today. She's in Flagstaff doing something Yvonne-ish. <laughs> That's literally the only way to describe it. Yeah, what is she doing? I don't know. I something Yvonne. Probably something with her youth group, I would imagine. I just remember that on Street Team, last time she came home from Flagstaff, she told us about how she had to pee when she was in the snow, and it didn't go very well. <laughs> was I there? I don't remember that conversation. I think you were there. Maybe, maybe. I will find it for you guys and repin that show to our Facebook yeah, page. These are pretty funny. I'm surprised I don't remember. I know I'm totally butchering the story, but it was, it's worth listening to, especially if you love Yvonne like we do. It was oh awesome. Yvonne. So what are we talking about today, daughter? Um, uh, well, it kind of morphed into this overall over umbrella e topic of motivation mm-hmm. and how I kind of wasn't really motivated to come here today. Yep. Not that I don't love being here and love doing this. It's, you know, obviously something I really enjoy, but everyone has those days where you're like, do I really, I didn't even go to school on Thursday. I didn't even go to my dance classes on Thursday, which you guys know how much I love dance. <laughs> That's a big deal. If I didn't go to school, mm-hmm. just, I don't. What was going on that made you not go? Well, school, I just didn't feel very well. That was, I think... Physically, yeah, just feeling I think fatigued? You guys had strep, and I feel like I just got a little bit of the bug. But today, being here, is I spent the night at my best friend's house last night, because we were helping her move, and it was just a bunch of us like on the floor. And my biggest thing right now is it's going to sound so stupid when I say it, but we'll get into that, is my skin, my acne on my face and my neck is like... To the point where I don't even want to leave the house anymore. You would describe it as cystic. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, like worse than proactive commercials. Right. <laughs> like proactive does not help me. <laughs> like it's down my neck to the point where I feel like the bacteria in my skin is like in my lymph nodes now. Yeah, and yeah. I have like swollen glands because of it. Like bacterial infection. Just it's so nasty to me. And it's always been one of my biggest insecurities because I used to have it all up my arms. I had it down my chest, down my back. Like, if you would see me in, like, middle school and beginning of high school, all I would do was wear, like, oversized T-shirts that went down to the middle of my arm or, like, baseball T-shirts because you can see right now, people There's, in the studio, I have bumps all up and scars all yep. over my arms. You were like, very prone to even, like, weird skin diseases. Yeah, I like had, like, molluscum contagiosum I got from a pool, and it was just, like, these warts all over me. It was awful. Yeah. We had to have them burned Chemically off. Chemically burned off. That was the most excruciating pain I've ever experienced in my life, and I've had seizures and cut my head open a million times. <laughs> Literally, that, that that thing that they put on to burn it off was the most painful thing that's ever happened to me. And, and I've had surgeries and fevers and yeah, yeah, it was awful. It was really bad. But so this yeah. this skin stuff that's going on for you, would you say, is stopped you from wanting to interact with people? Oh yeah, it's. Be- <sighs> Like I was saying last night, everyone was like getting ready for bed. And you think getting ready for bed, I'm going to wash my face. Well, when that happens, I look like I have a disease. Mm. Like I, to me, it's like 
it's the equivalent of having like burned skin, right. you know, like people can notice it. Yeah. I feel like that's what I feel like. Like I have, my face is completely altered because my skin is no longer skin. It's just like this infested thing that I wear on my face. And you even felt that way, like in front of like your closest friends. Oh yeah. Like it's, it was my boyfriend and my best friend. That's yeah. who was over there. And I, I know that they're not going to judge me or, and right. they still love me no matter what. And I know that for a fact, like, yeah, but there's no way around feeling disgusting <laughs> to me about my skin. I wanted to talk to you about that too, because in planning, we were talking about how, you know, you know that this is something that you should be able to like arm wrestle right. your mind right. around. Because but... I preach confidence yep. and I, I, you know, I lecture about it and I get all fired up about it. And I'm like, well, I'm confident. I don't care what anybody thinks. I, to the most part, I don't. But then I think of why am I even worried about my skin then if I'm going to go out in the world without makeup and I look like this, why do I care? That's what I want to talk about. But it affects me so much. I want to touch on that. And then it all gets so confusing. And then I I deny that it's affecting me. And then I lash out in other ways because I'm ignoring the fact that it's getting to me because it shouldn't be getting to me. But the words that you're using are shouldn't be. And and in planning, we were talking about how you need to give yourself permission to recognize that this is something that for you, it immobilizes you. It really does. I didn't even want to leave the house. Like, yeah. And it's, it's not that it's, it looks nasty. It hurts. Yeah. Like moving my face when my skin wrinkles, like it hurts. It's not a fun thing to experience. I'm sure a lot of people can identify with at least that one, that one pimple, you know? know, No, I know. And I know a bunch of people that have cystic acne and other skin. Maybe they have like, I know my best friend had shingles for a while and it was really gross for her. Oh yeah. But psoriasis, is that another one that I know people have? Um, even people that have like burn scars, they mm-hmm. feel like that. It's just, you can't get around it. It's for me, when you were describing it, everyone has something that immobilizes them. It's mm-hmm. something that makes them feel vulnerable in the face of people that love them the most. Mm-hmm. And it can be a constant and it can be something that just comes up out of the blue too. Right. So for immobilizers, what I call them triggers or your kryptonite yeah, the, in a lot of ways. The things that make you not want to leave your house, essentially, or that stop you from... They take your motivation away. Right, to, to do, do anything, anything. Yeah. <laughs> to like even like show your face. Yeah. And that's so horrible because I like being the person that go, go, goes and to get my tasks accomplished and be organized. But then when I have these things, again, I, I like blame myself for not... It's a cycle. So then there's so then there's this like shame that comes involved with it. Like you were using the word embarrassment. Yeah, I'm embarrassed to mm -hmm. admit that this is something that's causing me to not want to leave the house. Like I should have more confidence than this and I should be more comfortable with literally with my skin than this. But I'm just not. And so I suppress it because I don't want to admit it. And then that's, I remember a long time ago, like I wasn't on the, I wasn't on street team for a long time because I had to take a break because you and I would just fight Mm -hmm. every time we, because I wasn't living with you. And then I, we would come and we would sit together and you wouldn't know what was going on with me. And so I would just be so frustrated with, I didn't have any money or my skin was disgusting or I, things that I say are stupid, but I guess really aren't is my hair wasn't cooperating and I just couldn't handle it because then I started thinking about, I don't have enough money to get my hair done. And so I'm always going to be disappointed with my hair every day. So what's the point? Do you remember the show we were planning? Uh, It was five five year plan. plan. Yeah. And And I just couldn't. And for those of you that don't know that story, Rio was, 
she came to set and she was really trying hard. I knew something was bothering you, but yeah. I didn't know what it was. And of course, when you talk about the five-year plan, you're going to be talking about money. And, yep. and that was the one thing when we got to talking about where you want to live and like what kind of money you want, yep. um, she broke down. <laughs> and then Yvonne and I were like, what's going on? Because I was just screaming at you guys. Oh, I know. And we were like, why are you screaming at I know. Us? And I'm like, and then I was she walked blame out. it on you. Yeah. I like walked down the block. I was like, I'll find another ride home. So the reason why we share this story with you is is these things that are, that are triggers, or I call them kryptonite, these things that completely immobilize you from having motivation or having drive, these things are real. Yeah. And even sitting and planning with Rio, I had to get kind of mama bear too, and mama bear listeners too. You have to give yourself permission to let those things in and know that right. you're only human. Right. Like you can't... Yeah, it's. I think it's a perfectionism. And also like... If if I hadn't come to certain realizations today, I would be like just I would I wouldn't have made it here. Like I wouldn't be on angry. mic right now. Yeah. I wouldn't have made it through this whole day up until now to be able to sit here and articulate this because I feel like if I can share that process, maybe people can realize that maybe they're skipping a step or they're not allowing themselves to mm-hmm. like realize what's actually bothering them or because it can be like I keep saying stupid, but it's I need, not. To, I need to find another word, find a different word because but, I shared with Rio, my hair grows like a weed <laughs> and I color it because I have dark hair and I also have gray, gray hair. hair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's it's gray. Just be real truthful in here right now. <laughs> so when my hair starts to grow out, it is gross and it makes me feel gross. Right. You just and feel frumpy and sloppy and nasty. And I and yeah, I don't want to be too. a vain person because it's right. something I really, I try to work on my ego. I yeah. try to work on how I let myself be seen to myself, by myself. Right. Um, so when my hair started to creep in as an issue <laughs> and I like, found what? myself not RSVPing and right. not going because to, your hair wasn't done because of my hair, right? Doesn't that make you feel like a failure almost? I felt foolish for about five minutes yeah. and then I was like, wait a minute, this is really causing a problem. What mm-hmm. am I going to do? Yeah. I got on the phone. I called my girl and I was like, please fix me. <laughs> yeah. And she said, oh honey, come right in. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's why there's so many like barbershop shows and like hairdressing shows where they're like therapy and like all of this like you need it you just need to go to the salon that is a real thing well it is a real thing and it's only the tip of the iceberg because I got some other things going on with Mm -hmm. me too so that's why when you were talking about your skin I was like these things are not foolish right they're triggers I know they're annoying because you have to you have to be all right with letting them be an issue yeah you know? So I'm going to quote Brene Brown because I quote her all the time. <laughs> I know. And you hate it when I quote books. I'm like, come up with your own stuff. But this it's, actually does no, make sense. It, and I felt this way. I just didn't have the articulation. And for me, when someone can give me words around how I'm feeling, I have relief. And yeah. so I want to share this relief. She talks about giving yourself permission. And not only that, you need to give yourself a permission slip. <laughs> so what she talks about when she went to meet Oprah, she was like, I'm going to be the giddiest fool in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so she wrote herself a little note and she stuck it in her pocket. And so when she started to feel like, oh, I need to be cool. She pulled the permission slip out and was like, you can be a total fool in front of Oprah. Yes. <laughs> it's like so, a tangible permission slip. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm going to employ this tactic and I have mine kind of mentally, but right. if you physically need to write it down and put the permission slip in your pocket, then do that. So Maybe I need to. So when we get back from break, we're going to talk about some more of these things that make the us triggers. immobilize these triggers. Ugh. And we're going to talk about some permission slips that we can write for ourselves. Yeah. So keep and it right. the process that I got, because that's important. It's very important. Yeah. 
So keep it right here. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Join us every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my daughter, Rio Wade. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and we're talking about motivation today. And we, in our last segment, we were talking about some of the things that immobilize us and how you have to give yourself permission. Because even though they seem trivial on the outside... Um, they're not. Yep. Especially as females. (laughs) 
Yeah, or males, anyone. Like, I think if we're not honest with ourselves about these things that actually cause us pain, Mm -hmm. then we're not going to be able to find remedy or find a way to get relief and stay on your path of being motivated and Mm -hmm. plugged in because these things are deal breakers. Like, they'll just make you want to lay up Mm -hmm. in your room and and not participate. Like, to the point of missing deadlines and skipping class like I did, not because of my skin, but just because I didn't feel good, but... You know, because almost, you start to get depressed. Well, yeah, it, it causes a whole snowball effect of, A, you think about the problem, and then you think about the problems making the problem, <laughs> and then you think about the problems that your problems have, and then you're like, well, I don't have money to afford those problems. And then when you're younger, too, like we were just talking about in the last segment, how you had some things that were immobilizing you, but you weren't communicating those yeah. with anyone. And right. so they started to show themselves in other types of behavior. Right. Which I'm sure every single person has experienced displaced anger yes. or frustration. Oh, heavens yes. Yeah. Isn't it a funny thing when you become aware of it and you're like, oops. Yeah. It's like, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> if I would have just admitted to that earlier, then we could have avoided Diffused this whole fight. whole situation. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. Other things that are immobilizers, we, Rio and I were talking about them. So for her skin, yeah, like we were just talking about money issues, right. overscheduling is one for you, I've noticed right. too. It's the whole people pleasing aspect. If I can't do that, then I get like, again, I beat myself up that I should be able to handle this. Like I have the organization skills and the energy. Why aren't I doing all of this? But you can't do everything 24 nope. seven at it at your full no um output no like you just can't and then grades and drama (laughs) yeah grades have been a problem for me ever since third grade when I got bumped into honors classes and I couldn't understand why I was the only one me and like three (laughs) other people that had multiple teachers in third grade and everyone else just had the same teacher and I skipped like learning my times tables and so I felt dumb when I was like trying to figure out how to do times tables and people were like you don't know how to do them I was like no and then I would just get so like scared and terrified of those challenges in school and I just wouldn't want to go. Yeah. You become immobilized with fear. Yep. And then I'd beat myself up. Why can't I handle this? It's just, it's all, it all plays off of each other in the most negative way it possibly can. And largely we were talking about this earlier, you and I, it revolves around a sense of perfectionism Mm -hmm. and we're not going to really talk in depth in depth about perfectionism today. We're going to save that for another show because our Yevany... Yvonne, Yvonne has some perfectionistic she issues. She needs to be here, aka. <laughs> we need to have a little perfectionistic <laughs> intervention right. for Yvonne. So if you're listening, girl, we save that one for you. <laughs> so perfectionism, I think, plays a big part in what's going on with these things. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't feel the need to feel perfect... right? Why would I care? It wouldn't bother you. Right. If I wasn't worried about doing something the best then I would be all right. I right. would be like, okay, I can show up and be a little bit wobbly and admit that I, I have having a hard time today and be all right with 75% effort or right. be all right with my 100% not being up to my usual 100%. Yep. I have a wonderful therapist and I like to tell everyone that because they're like, oh my God, you admitted openly that you have a therapist? <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I do. (laughs) And I've had one for almost my whole life. Mm -hmm. So I say it loud and I say it proud. And if you do as well, I hope that we can make a new revolution on everyone should have a therapist. You should Mm -hmm. have a good lawyer. You (laughs) you get you out of trouble, you know. Hey, Jim, what's up? That's just mom. (laughs) (laughs) You should have have a good hairdresser, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. An accountant. 
Baldy over here is like, nope. <laughs> I could go on and on, but I won't because everyone's laughing at me. But back to my therapist, who I love dearly, my, my lovely Sabra. She said to me, your 80%, Tamara, is better than most people's 100%. Right. But that's the perfectionist part of us. Yes and no, because over the years, she's had to talk me off the perfectionistic cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and... I understand what she means by that. And I want to give this articulation to you and to those listening. When you're having a lackluster day, like you and I both woke up today and I was like, I'll be lucky if I can even drive a straight line today. I'm not sure if that's going to work out. Giving yourself permission to not be perfect and to just show up anyway. Mm -hmm. That's where it's at. Yeah. And it's hard. But it's admitting. It's like the whole... First step, admit you have a problem. If you can't identify what's making you feel that way, Mm -hmm. then you're screwed. (laughs) You're like, there's no way to find a solution if you don't know what the problem is, which was what my problem was in the (laughs) beginning. Why you and I kept having fights and outbursts is because I would just either ignore it or I wouldn't know what was causing right, me and to I, feel that way. I wasn't good at reading you at that point either. Well, because we weren't living together. You had no idea. Well, even, even when you were in the house, um, it started. And I, it, it was, and I, in large, a lot of it was teenage angst too, mm-hmm. because you were developing your own identity yeah. and like, and maybe some of that, your real self was being masked from me. Yeah. But I took for face value, like what you said, because at yeah. that point as your mom, what else are you going to I'm go not going to read into it right. because you have to fight through those, you know, those barriers that you put on yourself. And so, um, I would take everything you said at face value. Right. Which was a really bad idea because <laughs> everything I said was just bullshit because I was just trying to get you to stop talking to me. <laughs> oh my God. Mothers who are listening. I love you guys. I do. And let me tell you something. I know we're totally segueing because we're supposed to be talking about motivation, but I want to tell moms that are listening that that time in our lives was so hard. Yeah. It was so hard for her and it was so hard for me, but know that, you know, you and your daughter are going to make it out of that situation because we did. Again, with the whole annoyance, like you and I, our job here today is to preach (laughs) mother-daughter communication. We're we're having this talk (laughs) on air. I know, but still, in, in the house, we would fight all the time and have zero communication. That was also frustrating because I was like, well, again, another reason why I dipped out on the show for a while too, because I'm like, this isn't even like we're fighting every day and we're going to go on a show and pretend like we're buddy, buddy. Like, no, we shouldn't ever pretend. I know, but like, I wasn't going to sit here and like be happy. I was just going to be a bitch the whole time. And I wasn't going to try to do that, especially on the kids network. I wasn't going to be like, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have gone over I'm well. 18 and I hate everything. So screw all you. Like, I wasn't going to say that's that. that's how you felt. Right. But again, I can't like hide that. I would. I wasn't going to be like, yeah, everything's great. I love everything. No. no. <laughs> and you shouldn't be that way. And for those of you guys listening, if you have things that are immobilizing you, um, maybe you are in your high school years and these things aren't easy to articulate. Mm-hmm. The first step, and we have some steps. Uh, I'm just going to skip ahead. Okay. Well, yeah, because what I've learned to do with my friends, that's the point you're making, is just mm-hmm. make an announcement. Yeah. That- Let's skip ahead to that that um the advice Rio had like what do you do you're saying yeah so my friends now because I've I've come to the conclusion I have a process now where I can I listen to myself and I know that today my problem was my skin and it hurts and I don't want anybody looking at me and I don't have the right makeup and it's just to me wasn't even worth getting up but 
it, do you see how quickly I was able to tell you that this morning mm-hmm. as opposed to just being angry yeah. and frustrated? Yeah. You're like, well, what, we got to do this, do this, do this. And I started to get a little frustrated with all of the stuff we had to do today. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I just, I can't, I don't feel well. And my skin is pissing me off. <laughs> I said that. I was like, I can't even handle it. I don't even want to leave, but I will. And I know, you know that mm-hmm. I'll pull through and I'll get mm-hmm. my crap together, but I'm not feeling well. So how did you feel when I met you with empathy it was a lot better than prior to that when I would just be annoyed and flip tables over and you mm-hmm. would come back at me because your frustration I wasn't able to tell you what mm-hmm. I was thinking and you weren't able to figure it out so it was just like coming at each other but this morning we were able you know what to do now mm-hmm. because we've talked about it enough to just not push the issue anymore and to just go Like, I'll do it. If I have an issue, I'll say it or I'll say stop or whatever it is. But as of now, just do it. I'll I'll figure it out. After she told me her skin, I I acknowledged and then I let it be. Yep. Which is hard for a lot of moms to do. Yeah. But it was I've, hard for me to do before I understood that that would send you into right. orbit. Because then prior you would be like, well, I had skin problems when I was a kid. And I'd be like, but shut I up. I don't care. I know. And that's actually an interesting thing that you would say that because I didn't growing up. And so I don't have a leg no, to stand I know. on but with regard to that. But other issues that I would be annoyed oh, with, yeah. you would be like, oh, yeah, well, I made a budget when I was 12. I'd be like, no. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me about your freaking budget. I don't give a shit. Just leave me alone. Like, I would be so annoyed when you would come at me with some, back when I was a boy, I'd be like, I, I always so want. frustrated. You'd be like, no, I'm trying to help you. Listen to my know. lesson. And I'm like, Rah! listen to my lesson. <laughs> so, so, but awesome. now being able to articulate mm. the whole process, she knows that just leave it. Like, mm-hmm. it's counterintuitive because you want to be like, how can I help? How can I help? Yeah. How can I help? mom you're like you don't want to see your kids suffer for me and I don't know how other many teenagers deal with that but you just got to just drop it at that point I've let you know I have a problem you know I know you know I have a problem Mm -hmm. so if I need help I will ask you and that's another thing that I used to not do is I wouldn't ask for help from you or my father that's um that's like the second step or whatever number three we were talking about so let's just back up for a minute so so yeah, so Rio now, when um, she's recognizing there's a problem, she'll even if she doesn't know what it is, mm-hmm. she'll say, hey, I'm just having a problem. That's with my friends, yeah. too. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I just need my space. Yep. And so everyone backs off. And so right. if you're finding that you're immobilized by whatever your triggers are, whether they're the same things that we've talked about or otherwise, um, make sure that you let other people know so mm-hmm. that they don't think that it's them. Right. I think that's most important right. because it doesn't matter what your age is. If someone's acting oddly or peculiarly or even with angst and belligerence right there's a reason well there's a reason but you don't want it you don't want to think that it's you yeah. you know what i mean right. you don't want your friends right. thinking that it's them right. or your you know your partner and or just, right because like if you don't say anything then that's the first thing they jump to is if you're acting that way towards me it's obviously my yeah my what fault. have i done but it's not so when you make an announcement and you're like hey just not feeling it today having a really bad day i don't really know what's wrong um, either, either, or leave me alone and I'll, I'll text you when I'm done freaking right. out or hang out with me. Just don't ask me what's wrong. Right. Just be you know? there. Cause sometimes I want to be around people, but I don't want them to keep asking me what's wrong. Right. Cause talking you know? about it's not a good thing. Yeah. So just the announcement helps a lot. So we're going to take a little bit of a break right now, but when we get back, we have some antidotes to the
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm Real Wade. Real Wade's over there. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> and we're talking about motivation today. And in our last segment, we kind of got a little darty all over the place. <laughs> darty, darty. So sorry. But in this segment, we are going to be talking about antidotes mm-hmm. to your kryptonite. Freak out. <laughs> For your, I freak out. I freak, freak out. out. So the first thing in helping deal with these things that immobilize you, I, I would think is acknowledgement oh yeah Yeah. i know it sounds like a 12-step program no i know admit you have a problem super dig (laughs) but if you can't recognize the problem how do you expect to be able to articulate anyone or seek help because in this situation which is probably one of the points in the in the antidotes is you need an outside party you can't do it by yourself when you get to the point where you're breaking down and you have zero motivation to do anything is you need an intervention at that Mm -hmm. point By your mentor, your parent, your friend, whoever. Somebody that knows how you get when those things happen and knows how to get you out of it. And I think that's really important too because let's just talk for a minute about what happens when you take something that's so deep and so sensitive and you Mm -hmm. present it to someone who may not understand you. It's scary. It is scary because what happens then, you tell the person that you're very vulnerable, you open yourself up, and then you're met with someone who's like, oh, that's not a big deal. Yeah, you're like, and they get mad. Or I've had friends do that, be like, oh my God, are you serious? Like, shut up. Like, it's your hair. Are you really that vain? Like, blah, right. blah, blah. And then suddenly you start to shrink. Right. Because you're like, and you're like oh my God, I'm never letting anybody know ever again that that bothers me. Right. So I want to tell our listeners, this is something that Rio and I have learned the hard way, and I'm sure some of you guys have learned the hard way as well. But if you're going to be acknowledging it and seeking out help because that actually is number three Mm -hmm. um you're going to have to find a trusted source yeah because it's not really good when it's met with Mm -hmm. someone saying oh it's not that bad or you should just get over it right that's absolutely horrible well that's why with you and even with dad too if i go to you guys and i'm like hey either i can't afford to do something that will help me get over it or I'm feeling this way and I don't know what to do or whatever. I know that you guys will be like, oh, all right. If I, if I present it in a way that is like, 
I need help, right. basically, and not just be mad or be frustrated or right because back before when when you were to get angry i wouldn't understand right what you were saying and so my trying to problem solve to help you was going down a path that only made you more angry right <laughs> so, right so acknowledging it and making sure that you're as transparent and as truthful as right. possible not only to yourself but those that you're going to be confiding in right is very important right the other number two we listed is stop trying to be perfect yeah it's just breaking the – it's just conceding to the fact that these things that you think are stupid and silly like me with the skin and the hair and everything, conceding that they affect you yeah. in one way or another. You are going to be affected right. by it, these things. You can't help it. Obviously, if it's taking that much of a toll on you to where you're immobilized, obviously it's something that you should probably correct or pay attention to at least. And I don't even know in like my 40 40- – plus years of being on this planet i don't even know that they get better even though you want them to get better right i don't think there's a way to work it out like for it to go away completely i don't even know no and i'm someone like i said i am very active in trying to be self-improved and so you know some of these things you might just surrender to and be like these are my triggers Mm -hmm. these are the things that put me into orbit or put me into a depression Mm -hmm. Um, and i can even tell you through some of my therapy that I did have to write down triggers. Mm-hmm. So if you find yourself as a young woman really becoming immobilized by like what Rio was talking about, her skin or um, overscheduling or this and that, that sometimes it's good to actually put pen to paper right. and be like, these are my triggers. Right. And journaling it too helps because sometimes it happens. It's not necessarily a constant. It's just like certain times you know, of the week or during a certain event, like if there's an illness in the family or if there's a test coming up or if there's something else taking a toll on me, then certain things will bother me more than if they did if I was having like a good week. Absolutely. It's just everything stacking on top of each other. There's the one feather on top that can make it just completely crumble. Right. You know, there is a reason why there's a saying, the straw that broke the camel's back. If I have a stack of books and the feather falls on it, then I'm done. But if I have no books going on and I'm not juggling anything, then a feather isn't going to bother me. Right. So it just, you just really have to pay attention to like your life cycles and the way that you are. Do you want me to plug that in here? That was my segue. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm so awkward in taking the ball you threw at me. You're like, hey, the time (laughs) yeah it's time this is is something that i am really passionate about and talking about being a woman and and having like cycles affect your motivation Mm -hmm. as well and i'm a huge fan of elisa vitti i don't know if you guys listening have heard of her she has a ted talk called loving your lady parts (laughs) and funny not what you think it is lady parts have to do is it time it's time for the segue hint hint oh my god (laughs) i'm so glad because you know this is something i am really passionate about and i don't know i know you know about elisa vitti because i talk about her all the time i'm sure our audience knows about elisa vitti (laughs) by now too (laughs) so i'm going to talk more about elisa vitti and elisa vitti if you're listening Girl, I love you. <laughs> can you guys like go to lunch so that she can have her little fangirl moment? Yeah, and then I you know. guys can like no, BBFs. I, you need to be on our show, girl. <laughs> so I'm going to hook that up. So anyway, Lisa Vitti wrote a book um, called Woman Code, but she also has a TED Talk if you guys want to grab that real quick. It's called um, Loving Your Lady Parts. And it's, <laughs> not, it's not necessarily what you think it is. <laughs> it's more to do with like your endocrine system. and Right. So hormones so and hormones, cycles. Things like and- that. And so how this comes into play when we're talking about immobilizers and finding your motivation, because as a woman, we have cycles. Right. And Elisa Vitti talks about managing your cycles so that you can take over the world. (laughs) So I'll just give you the four phases and then you're going to have to go find the TED Talk and get to about nine minutes in and she'll talk about it (laughs) as well. And then there's many, many chapters in her book and she talks about these as well and they're fantastic. 
In fact, didn't I just pull them out the other day? Yeah, you always, you treat it as the Bible. I'm like, oh my God, I have a headache and I want grapes. And you're like, right here, it says right here, you want grapes right now, huh? I'm like, yep. She's literally changed my life. Hey, I said literally. 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 So anyway, the four phases that a woman goes through for her period, um, phase one, Elisa says that you are very creative in this mm-hmm. time. And it, and I forget if it's a seven to 10 day window. Well, it's different because for yeah. me, I cycle every four months. And I cycle every 21 days. Right. So, so sorry, everyone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so Rio's creative phase may be extremely long. Right. Where mine, sadly, is like three days. Like, and oh I want to get it in. Get it I'm in. All, I, well, no. Do I not tell the family? I'm like, everybody look out. I'm in a creative mode. I know. You're like, leave me be. Or you'll, me you'll be. ask a bunch of questions or you'll like bounce ideas off of us. And we're just like... I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> it's really weird. So in the phase one, um, you're very creative. And then you move from phase one into phase two. And this is a fun phase because you're very irresistible. Because that's ovulation, right? Yeah. You're starting to ovulate in this right. phase. And of so, course, Elise is going to give you all the medical But it's, terms. you think about it, it's in nature. When yeah. the female is fertile, that's when they're most desirable to men. To everyone. Males though, or whatever. I've done a little experiment after reading this. Mm-hmm. Everyone is in my cube at work really? during this time frame. People just want to be around Everyone you. wants to talk to me. <laughs> and this is, for ladies listening, this is the time when you want to be asking for a raise. Yeah. Have your have your social interactions during right. this time. <laughs> right. You'll be irresistible. You'll be the life of the party. Right. Um, Which is, I feel that that's probably, it probably comes from outwardly too because you want to be around people yeah. and you want to go to the party yeah. and you want to be social. She talks about this. Is, these are the weeks that, that you want to be RSVPing. You want right. to be taking a new it's class. Because it's the peak it's, of the hill right before it starts to decline. <laughs> yeah, because here's the decline. <laughs> <laughs> so in the third week is when your, organiz- your organizational skills come into peak. Right. This and, is when you want to do your taxes. You well, it's like like nesting, right? Yeah. It's like making sure your space yeah. is where it for the baby. Like yeah. you're making sure it's all ready it's to go. It's all ready to go. And then when you you roll around into the fourth phase, which of course is your period, and you're like, "Where's the gun?" <laughs> <laughs> and I better not be on the six o'clock news because we're burying the body. Yep, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, all skids have come. So, no, <laughs> what she says about phase four in your period is that this is a point where you need to be doing your course correction paying attention to what's bothering you in and, other words right what's bothering you so every month if this one thought or this one point of pain or this one something keeps coming up in your thoughts in your journaling in if your you find yourself saying it over and over again which is what i mom's just, like do you realize what you've been talking you about this whole week doing? and i'm um, like you know she's talking about something that's very painful to her and it comes up every month. So this is yep. something that Elisa says that if you're noticing it in your journaling, that you need to pay very close attention to it because right. it's kind of the time when your left and your right brain are most open to be receiving information. Right. And everything's kind of floating around in the forefronts. Yeah. And maybe that's why I'm like dreaming a lot too. Cause yeah. everything's all like brainy. Yeah. You're all like in the middle. <laughs> all the chemicals are being released and mixing. And- yeah. And we are definitely not medical people. Yeah. So we're like, oh yeah, all the brain floaties. <laughs> So don't quote us on any of that. Please pick up Elisa's book oh my God. or her TED Talk or even talk to your doctor for God's sake. <laughs> but I wanted to bring that up because as women, and I know this from after having this bit of knowledge, I've tried to be creative in my period week. <laughs> right? Because you, you get frustrated with yourself. You're like, why can't I do it? Yeah. A week, four, three weeks ago, right. I was a genius. Right. Right. And now, and I, now can't. I can't even say my own name without I don't know where my, my car pants. is parked. <laughs> I'm dropping everything. And that's literally what's happening this week no like, I know um, she spilled some scolding coffee on me this morning she just set it down and just splashed all over the place coffee like, everywhere yep so I bring that up because 
if you're finding that maybe something is immobilizing you um, over and over again, see what week it is. Does yeah. it correspond with your cycle yeah. or does it, is it something that you just have all the time? Because right. that too could be something that you want to pay attention to. And that's just like another thing to be aware of your cycle. <laughs> First of all, you have to figure that out because I had a big problem with that too, because I was like, well, it's been three months and I'm not pregnant. Um, what's happening? But I found out working at a gynecology office that that can just happen depending on totally your level of activity and your stress uh-huh. and your diet. And I wasn't eating anything. I was severely stressed and I was working out more than 40 hours a week. Right. So that's probably why it didn't happen. Dance major? Boom. I know. None, none of us have periods. We're like, what period? Do you have a tampon? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dancer. Why would I need that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my I God. think it's really funny. I think I'm getting tired again. I know. That's all right. Second nap time today. I think we have one more segment Mm -hmm. ahead of us. Awesome. Because we have some more really good stuff to get into. So for now, we're going to take a little bit of break, compose ourselves, because that was very exciting for me. (laughs) I hope it was for you. You're like, yay! (laughs) So for now, we're VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet. Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am not Rio Wade. <laughs> I am Rio Wade. I am Mama Wade. <laughs> <laughs> T-Wade. T-Wade. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. It's getting to be late in the day. I wish, I wish you guys all, and pretty soon you will all be able to see what goes on here at the studio because we are sitting in the new studio that is housed at the Civitan in Phoenix and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to have video mm-hmm. and probably live <laughs> video. Oh you can see my skin. Yay. <laughs> I'm freaking excited. <laughs> <laughs> Rio. Yay! And my ratchet hair. I'm super 
Yay. You know why I love this? Because it's a, it's a growth opportunity for all I of us. Know, I know. Because I seriously, this will not end up being like media spun and we will not have makeup artists. I know. And I know. You're going to get That's to why I'm super excited. She really is. And so am I. Because I just got to take some makeup courses then. You guys know, myself. our last show was You Can't Be What You Can't See. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to present ourselves. I got to be a role model. I know. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. So anyway, that was our little announcement about our lovely, lovely, lovely new studio. And it's just amazing. And you'll be able to see what goes on. It breaks and it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. you might want to avert your eyes. I'm yeah. just saying. There's going to be a lot of beeps. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's not even appropriate. All I don't right. know. But I do want to go through the antidotes because we kind of got segued into me loving and talking about Elisa Vitti. <laughs> um, but we do have antidotes. So we did talk about. Um, Admit you have a problem. A- acknowledging. Stop being a perfectionist. Seeking help, we did talk about finding that trusted source because when you find that trusted source and you're met with empathy, that's when I think real change can happen. Right, because then you realize the next time it happens, you're not as scared as you were the first time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, I have someone I can go to. They're not going to They'll never judge slam me. it in my face and they could potentially help me a lot. Right. Because I don't know. Which is where I've come to. Because I know you never were going to like come after me for it. It's just we weren't communicating enough for me to just get to the point, you know? That, and again, like we talked about in the earlier segment, I think you had something layered on top of it. You yeah, were, I was like you were, blaming it on something well, else. you were a senior in high school, mm-hmm. and that's when kids really start pushing against the boundaries that they have. Like, yeah. You, it, well, you have to, to yeah, go into the it's, big world. It's I call it the second umbilical cord, yeah. and you're going to cut it regardless of how, it, if it's a, a nice snip or if it's a serrated knife that's rusted. Like, yeah. it, it comes in many different fashions. So yeah. you were cutting the second umbilical cord. Yeah. And it was a little bit messy. <laughs> but it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. I, I do know of some people that don't have the mess, and I'm always amazed. Yeah, how do you I do that? I always go into like Barbara Walters mode, and I'm like, what happened? How I did know. you do that? They're always so calm. I know. And I'm like, I am not that woman. Like, what? And I admire you for being that woman. <laughs> So those are kind of the little antidotes that we had. And I, I can't stress enough how being met with empathy is, is really going to be the critical point for mm-hmm. you guys. Little baby bears that are listening and, and you're like, yeah, that's not going to end up that way, right? You're really... Yeah, no, no one cares, blah, blah, blah. You'll find somebody in you, your life. No, you will. And mm-hmm. I and let me talk about if you don't have people, you're going to have to find you a person like a like therapist, a therapist. <laughs> or a counselor. And if you don't like the word therapist, because therapists tend to regress and go right. back I to the Right. I used to have a problem with, well, no, I used to have a problem with being like, I don't have a problem. I'm not, <laughs> nothing's wrong with me. I don't have a mental disability. Why am I seeing a therapist? You yeah, know, I got defensive when, when you were like, well, you should talk to somebody. I'm not crazy. I'm not psycho. Isn't like, it that's funny, the thinking. stigmatism that gets attached yeah. to that? Well, and I have some weird demons about people thinking that I'm psycho anyways so yeah we'll save that for another that's show that's a good one that's a that's great one that's a really one. good show guys so I we'll, forgot about that those are fantastic so <laughs> um no but if you if therapy has like a negative connotation which hopefully it won't but if it does life coach a life coach is someone yeah. that you could seek out because these people are the ones that do they they live more in the positive psychology and you yeah. can actually google that and read what positive psychology is but they are the ones that take you from the moment you are today and help move you forward, forward. there's no past there's reference. no how did your mother make you feel <laughs> and like, you know mm. lay on the couch over here sigmund freud like none of that it's 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 just pure motivation yeah. and coaching that comes from a really pure spot because this person has your best interest at right. heart or finding a mentor if you don't yep. want to do professional and we talk about this sometimes too it's finding somebody 
other than your friends, other than your family, somebody else, like a third party objective person. Are you kidding me? When I was 16, I knew something was desperately wrong with me and my outlook on life. And so I started seeking out other adults outside of my family who could give me guidance. Right. I don't know why you listen to those people more. Even if they say the same exact thing, this happens in dance class all the time. Like our teacher will, will say something and then we'll have a guest choreographer come in and he'll (laughs) say the same exact thing that she was saying. And everyone's like, Oh my God it clicks now and she's like see but she is not naive to that she's like that's why i want you to take from a bunch of other people is because some somebody will say it just slightly differently or recognize it slightly differently and it will just click for you and And when that moment happens you're free you may have to hear it 700 times to sunday before it gets through oprah winfrey talks about the whispers Mm -hmm. and how sometimes you hear you know, whatever that higher energy is that you have in your life, whether mm-hmm. it's God or the universe whispering to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you don't hear it. Mm-hmm. The next time you get tapped on the shoulder and then pretty soon you get a brick in the face yeah. and I'm speaking metaphorically, of course. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. And then the <laughs> piano falls on you or black hole erupts, you know, eventually you'll get the hint. You will get the message in one form or the <sighs> other. Um, but for you, it was very important for me to put mentors in your life, like um, Dr. Thompson. Yeah, my and, boss. And other really strong women, my bestie friend, Stacey Ruff. <laughs> I love and I you. are twins. And my lovely Monica. Like, these are yeah. young women yeah. that... Um, well, and even even boys, you've had guys. Dustin. Right. Mm-hmm. He helped me with breakup stuff. Rio was going through a breakup, and so I called my buddy up, Dustin, and I said, hey, my girl's about to jump off the ledge. Can you intervene? And <laughs> he did. He grabbed a hold of her by the scruff of the neck and was like, hey, we're Don't going to coffee. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and he could say things to you that were different than me, yeah. similar, guiding, right. but they were more impactful right. because they and weren't he, coming from and me. And he was closer to my age and my scene because... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, because so Dustin, thank you. Yeah. You're listening. You're an amazing force in our life. <laughs> I was. I, I just listened to his voice message. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, <laughs> it's me. Call me." <laughs> I'm like, eh. you probably should call him. I, yeah, I'm but so that digressing. was like that was like two years ago. <laughs> you should still call him. I know. Um, I'm digressing. Um, any other anti- antidotes? I keep saying yeah. antidotes, but An- that's like a story. Antidotes. Antidote. Um, put a plan in place. This was the last piece of the puzzle. So, so now you've 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 acknowledged you've stopped trying to be per- perfect. Mm-hmm. You're seeking help from a trusted source, and you've been met with empathy. Mm-hmm. So. Once you do that, you kind of calm down. You like can take a deep breath mm-hmm. after you've realized that you have the tools, but then you need to figure out how to implement them. And for me, like my skin, it because it goes in cycles like life does. And mm-hmm. my skin will be all right for a while and like bearable and it won't bother me as much. But then right now it's like something needs to be done right now. Like either we need we need the short fix, which is yep. go switch up makeup, brushes, yep. all that. To try to help it Velveteen a little bit. rabbit in yeah. the house. We're going to yep. burn it down. <laughs> We're going to burn it down. <laughs> the next step is to, to see a dermatologist and get professional help, you mm-hmm. know, in which I – professional help can apply to a lot of problems in life <laughs> and then after that is to just calm down and wait for Diet. it to happen yeah to happen all of the steps i just need to make all of the steps like hair same thing if my hair is really bothering me if i don't have any money what jobs am i going to take on to be able to afford it um can i do a trade with someone like what am i going to do in order to get the thing that i need to not feel so crappy grades like 
You just have to clear your schedule, do it, and be done. You have to say no to everyone until all of your schoolwork is figured out. And isn't that the truth? Like, I can think of, like, my even my work, Mm -hmm. like, in my day job. So I'm coming up into the heat of, like, my season. Mm -hmm. And every week I walk in and I start week of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you have to make a list. I write all of the things down that I have to do. Because I actually get a lot of pleasure over striking them off the list. Yeah. So that might be a plan to put in place. If, If, first of all, identifying what's totally getting you down like what's and focus what are your on triggers? it you yeah. can't that's where the whole like lean into the discomfort things Ugh. come from don't mention we'll get into it at a different time but you have to accept <laughs> the fact that there will be pain and annoyance involved in fixing the problem yeah so you have to admit that it's you gonna do. suck a it, little it is, bit it is uncomfortable <laughs> right. having that discussion because you're vulnerable right it's it's incredibly but that's the vulnerable. only way that's the only way to fix it you can't just deny 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 and ignore 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 then nothing's gonna happen which is what you want to do when you're in that vulnerable state. It's the most screwed up thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it doesn't, I don't know, ladies that are listening that are my age can attest. This is something that you need to practice as a young woman, because even as, you know, your mom and a lady in her forties, <laughs> yeah, I'm, old. I'm good with that. I find a way to say you're old in every show. I know. <laughs> you've done too many things today. I'm not sure how many times you've told me I'm old. At least old. three. <laughs> um, now I almost forget what I was Sorry. going to say. Um, oh, it doesn't get easier as you age. Right. Like these are still things. Yeah. Like I you don't still, outgrow it. No, I still become immobilized by things. And I'm so grateful that in my life I have a cavalry of human beings that are around me and are willing and ready to meet me with open arms and meet me with empathy. Yeah. So any other thoughts on empathy <sighs> or not empathy? <laughs> motivation. Sorry, guys. Well, I think this show was kind of just a lack of motivation and where it stems from. And kind of like the breakdown, I'm sure we'll get into later on tactics to regain motivation after you've solved the problem. Part two, yeah. Well, we'll probably do a part two next week because this is just kind of like the Debbie Downer since I'm kind of a your today. Well, actually, I'm very glad we've had this discussion because so many people want to talk about motivation and talk about how do you get over it. Right? You're like, well, why does it even happen in the first place? This is why it happens in the first place for me. Anyways, and I'm sure for a lot lot of people, people, yeah. No, because when you were talking about your skin, I was like identifying with my hair. Right, you think of the thing in your head that that happens to you with, whether it be friends or a relationship or hair or this or that. What if you're having drama in a friend group and, you know, they're bringing you down? And you don't want to go to school. That happens all the time. So we'll have a part two. Yeah, we need a part two. With the positives and the what do you do after you've identified and set a plan. So if you're listening and you want to give us your plans and your antidotes would you email us at info at paperhope.com yeah 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 or find us on the facebook um, the facebook fa- <laughs> it used to be the facebook the facebook i'm that old facebook.com um, <laughs> slash paper and we're on uh, the twitter at paper hope blog and on instagram at the same thing so and listen to our showsies thank you so much for listening today we are so glad that you were here for this um, motivational talk no i seriously mean it we're so grateful for you so thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week you've been listening to paper hope next generation on voice america and empowerment Bye. (laughs) hey thanks for listening to paper hope next generation be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week and we hope to see you again next saturday at 4 p.m eastern time 1 p.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel bye for now 